Well, hello there, Jack. How are you today? Hi, Simon. I'm very well, thanks. Good morning. How are you? I am a-okay. Now, right ahead in this podcast, he's a very, very rude swear word in this podcast. Yes, you're correct. Should we blew it out or should we use something else, do you think? I think we should use another word. Which word should we use instead of this really, really rude word? Um, Come on. Kitten. Kitten? Kitten, yeah. Do you want to count us in then, you kitten? I will do. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight... Welcome to the Blackadder's Employment Team Podcast, where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. This podcast is intended for managers and business owners and aims to keep you on the straight and narrow with your staff. This is our Law Pen Headlines season, take two. We do look at the stories making headlines and ask, is this case for real? How do you employ get away with that? And what is Law Pen Headlines? The case this season will focus on discrimination. So, the first case, Jack, is what? So, the case we're going to speak about today is Mr. Finn versus the British Bung, Bung, not Dung, Manufacturing Company <laughs> Limited. It's quite a mouthful, that, eh? Isn't it? Finn against the British Bung Manufacturing Company Limited. So in this case, Mr. Finn, Tony Hint, Finn, had worked for the employer for 26 years as an electrician. A long time, isn't it, Jack? Yeah, very long service in this case. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a small family business, the employer, based in West Yorkshire, and I think they had around about 30 employees. Okay. And in this case, industrial language was used rather commonly in the workplace for... Interesting. Stuff which is often used in your office, Jack, is it? Occasionally, when, <laughs> occasionally, but only when repeating um, words spoken in actual cases by clients. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, now, there was an incident which happened in 2019. Mm-hmm. Again, on this factory floor, Mr. Finn alleged that he was called a stupid old bald kitten. Oh, well done, by Jack. Like, well done, Jack. There. A stupid old bald kitten. And that was one of his colleagues that said that to him. And of course, the same colleague also threatened to deck Mr. Finn. To deck him? What does that mean? To deck him? I'll deck you. Does that mean fight? I think it means fight, yeah. A, a, a statement of confidence that he thinks he's <laughs> going to win the fight. Okay. Mr. King was issued with a warning. Almost two years later, in March 2021, there's another altercation between Mr. King and Mr. Finn. Mr. Finn was present, um, working on a machine, when other colleagues started to question him. Mr. King was also present at this time, and he proceeded to get involved. Mr. Finn told Mr. King that the matter was nothing to do with him, and suggested that Mr. King should go away. Mr. King then said, Come on then, make me, you old, bald Kitten, make me. Make me. You the words. Time. I thought you were going to say it there. <laughs> um, okay, so Mr. King, he was allegedly very angry at this time and he was in Mr. Finn's face. What would you? How do you say that, Si, if someone's in your face? In my grill. You're my grill. Get my grill. In my grill. <laughs> Mr. Finn thought that Mr. King was actually wanting to fight him or uh, maybe ask him out for a square go. <laughs> square go. I'll square go you, Simon. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Finn then went to the office and reported it to the managers. He told the two managers that he could not continue to work like this, referring to the incidents with Mr. King. And Mr. Finn gave an ultimatum. Either Mr. King goes or I go. Either that kitten goes or I go. (laughs) Mr. King goes or I go. Neither managers answered him. So Mr. Mr. Finn said, okay, fine, I'm going with that. He left the keys in his hand, drove home um, after leaving the office. Um, 
No further contact between the parties for two weeks. Rather astonishingly. Mm, that's Sound like some kind of heat of the moment bust up there. Mm, totally. Um, but subsequently, there was an investigation by the employer into these matters. Mr. Finn got the help of his son, who happened to be a police officer. Um, and Mr. Finn's son helped him prepare a witness statement setting out his version of events. Okay. And the top of the statement had the top of the statement had the words West Yorkshire Police, which is unusual, wasn't it? Yeah, very strange. Mr. Finn was invited to a disciplinary hearing about this, um, about him having produced a West Yorkshire Police witness statement, mm-hmm. because it was suggested by the employer that Mr. Finn was falsely trying to make out that West Yorkshire Police had been involved in this investigation. Okay. okay. Of course, they hadn't. The disciplinary hearing, the employer said on more than one occasion they would have to wait on the outcome of their complaint to the police, which is again strange, wasn't it? Yeah, because these things can take quite a long time. Mm-hmm. So they said, we'll wait until the outcome before we issue a, an outcome of the disciplinary hearing. Did they do that? They did not. Oh. Mr Finn was then dismissed for what was labelled gross misconduct. And the employer also referenced his failure to apologise and said that it made it impossible for them to have trust and confidence in him. Okay, so that was um, the fact of the case. What should the headline be for this case, do you think? I think the headline for this one should be No hair, don't care. Good one, Jack. Good one. Sex harassment. That's good, Jack. That's good. There you go. What do you think, Sai? How do you say um blunt stunt called someone a <laughs> No, no, Simon. <laughs> called no. someone a kitten. Okay. What did the actual um, What did the actual newspapers go with on this? Well, it's strange because the headline went with a couple of things. They went with calling a man bold is sexually harassment. That was okay. They also said calling a man bold is sexual harassment. Hmm. What's your comment it? on that? Then do you think? Well, that's interesting. Some of the uh, high-flying employment lawyers spotted that there was a slight error there by the press because. Sex-related harassment and sexual harassment are two different concepts, as you and I know, Simon. Exactly. Sexual so sex harassment. Is, sex is based on gender. Yep. Um, sexual harassment is based on matters of sexual nature. So again, exactly. the, the papers got it slightly wrong, didn't they? Some slightly wrong because, yeah, having a bald head is not of a sexual nature and this should have been gender harassment. I wonder I why they don't say, just call it gender harassment rather well, than sex. True. I'm not sure if I think I've been called... By a colleague, a bold kitten. I've been upset with the word kitten as opposed to the word bold. Well, Simon, you know, you're blessed with good head of hair and that. <laughs> you're probably, unlike myself, you know, <laughs> you're probably just not sensitive to that type of thing. But even the word fat kitten, I've upset the word kitten as with the word fat. Well, I find that surprising, Simon, given the prevalence of the word kitten in your vocabulary. But <laughs> right, come on, Jack. What was discussed in the case? What are the points discussed in this case then? So this was one where the definition of harassment was quite widely reviewed. Mm-hmm. And just a brief recap, this relates to unwanted conduct yep. relating to a protected characteristic. In this case, sex. Sex. Um, purpose or effect of creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, offensive or humiliating environment for the person. Okay, so in this case... The meaning of unwanted conduct was examined by the tribunal. We were reminded by the tribunal that this should be unwelcome or uninvited. Yep. And again, it was subjective to how the employee feels about this unwanted conduct. Exactly. 
and was the conduct related to the protected characteristic. Mm -hmm. So what the tribunal needs to do is to analyse the precise words used together with the context to establish whether there's any negative association between the two. Okay, so in this case, unwanted conduct related to sex, that seems to be met by the tribunal, is that right? Yep, exactly. But there was also the unfair dismissal part of the claim as well. Mm-hmm. And that was about the uh, West Yorkshire Police witness statement. The tribunal said there that there was a reasonable belief in misconduct and that it was based on reasonable grounds. They also found that the procedure adopted by the employer was fine, apart from one important failure. Did you spot it, Simon? So the important failure spotted was the fact that Mr Finn was told that a decision would be made until the employer had heard back from the police. Then he was dismissed two days later before the police outcome had been issued. Exactly. Is that it, Jack? That's it. it. Yeah, you've spotted it, Simon. And the ET <laughs> decided, or the judge decided, that that was a breach of natural justice and bad faith. And the consequence of that was the dismissal was held to be unfair. However, the fork in the tail is what, Jack? There was a contributory conduct uh, deduction applied to Mr. Finn's compensation, which was slashed by a fairly stark seventy-five percent reduction. That's a lot, isn't that? That's a lot. Yeah. That was owing to Mr Finn's contributory conduct, wasn't it? Exactly. However, that's the only part of the case. The bit of the case which actually made the headlines was the harassment issue. When he called someone a stupid old bald kitten. Yeah. So, I mean, there could have been a few things there. I mean, being called old, that's true. age discrimination, you know, that's it's true. one of those ones that... It's interesting, as you say, that that's the one that the, the person... I mean, of all these words there, again, I don't think... I think the worst word they used was being called an stupid old bald kitten. The first the word well, I find most offensive, the word kitten, as yeah. opposed to stupid old bald. Yeah. Well, in any case, you were not the claimant, Simon, and it was <laughs> Mr Finn who was most offended by this statement of being, being mm-hmm. bald. He mm-hmm. took issue with that, and the, that's what was... Why is it related to sex? How many men might have been teased about similar hair loss issues? Not me. Not you. <laughs> not you. You're obviously not stressed enough, Simon. <laughs> and again, the Mr. Fintick issue with the word bald kitten, um, not so much the natural language used, but the attack on his lack of hair. Um, as you will find, there's no difficulty in finding that conduct was related to sex and also was unwanted. Yeah, and there was a, an interesting argument in the tribunal from the employer. They said, but women, you know, women can be bald as well. So mm-hmm. how is that? However, the tribunal, I think there may have been a bit of fortune here because all three of the tribunal members were were men and it was said in the judgment that all three of them could vouch for the fact that hair loss, uh, baldness was more prevalent in men and therefore they accepted that it was related to sex. Gosh, that's unusual. So kind of three panel members are all kind of Bald kittens. <laughs> I didn't say that, Jack. I didn't say that. Delete that. Delete that from the podcast. Bleep that one out. So the harassment claim was successful, as was the unfair dismissal. And quite interestingly as well, at least to me, mm-hmm. this harassment case was something which happened more than 18 months ago and the claim was lodged 18 months late. That is so unusual because often we tell clients, listen, if something happens three months ago, that is time barred. Yeah. But not in this case. The tribunal found that it was just and equitable to extend time. So again, just an illustration, if you're an employer, you can't always rely on time bar to get you out of a sticky situation. No, 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 no. 
Good, okay. Uh, so, um, I was just thinking there, Simon, about this case, and it reminds me of that time where I think I was a trainee, perhaps, when mm-hmm. we had the old court department. Yes. Did you not gift uh, somebody some kind of polish or mis- Mr. Sheen or something <laughs> for the, his head? There's not a bald <laughs> A baldy buffer. I got for our colleague. Aye. How did that land? It was okay, wasn't it? Think it, the next year I got to Mr. Sheen, so that must have been okay, wasn't it? <laughs> must have landed okay then. We were lucky on that occasion. Okay, so our top three takeaway tips. So tip number one, an employer who conducts this preliminary hearing should not make false promises. If you promise something, you'll wait until something happen. In that case, please, 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 please wait. Good advice. Mm-hmm. And also know your audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is relates to the harassment point. Mm-hmm. As you know, Simon, you can um, recommend Johnson's baby shampoo to me to combat the stress-induced balding <laughs> because, of course, you know I've got a high threshold for <laughs> such kind of banter, don't Purpose I? Purpose or effect? Was the effect kind of found you... Humiliated, humiliated. No, I went and bought Johnson's well, baby shampoo. Well, the purpose was to <laughs> make you feel limited. Oh, well, it didn't work. Okay, and um, tip three is just because an employer has left something slide in the past, this does not mean they cannot succeed with a claim in future. Good stuff. That's it. So that concludes the episode, folks. Cheers for listening. And no one's used the swear word, have they? Nobody has used the swear word, so that's a positive as well. No one said the words. And say the word kitten. Exactly, nobody's said that, Simon. So I think we can close that by saying cheers and cheerio, Simon, you c. Ah, yeah! (laughs)